Hey everyone, we want to welcome you back to the Enduring Churches podcast. I'm Trent. I'm here with my good friend Alan. And uh, it's the holiday season, almost the end of the year 2021. And I never thought that I would say that 2021, much less the end of 2021. Uh, and we're getting ready to head into 2022. And so I, and we want to talk about that a little bit today, Alan. What do we, how do we want to do that? Well, Trent, you know, we, we are in new, new roles this year, and it's, it's a lot different coming into 2022 than it was into 2021, uh, as we were coming into 2021. And so we want to talk a little bit about that. We have some visioning to do. Um, maybe we'll talk a little bit about how our visioning has changed a little bit this year. But we also kind of want to take you back to what we would do as we were coming into a new year. And what were we thinking? about and how did we vision up um, for the coming year. Um, you know, Trent and I are both visionary type people. And so we like to we like to think several steps ahead. And so we thought we'd just kind of talk to you today about about visioning for 2022. Yeah. And again, you know, most of this that we do in our podcast, we do this in order to be a benefit to pastors and leaders in churches because just as the title of our podcast tells you, we want your church to endure. We also want your ministry to endure. We want you not just to barely squeak by, but we want you to be blessed and do well. And so um, what Alan said is absolutely right. We, you know, you, you've got to do some visioning, some planning. You, you can just, you know, keep doing the same things, right, Alan, and, and not really think about it. And, and you'll, get into 2022, but um, it really won't be all that great a year if you don't do some planning ahead. Right, right. And that's what we want to do. We just kind of want to talk to you a little bit about how do you go about that? And I know many of you are probably well, well into your plans for 2022, um, but it's important for us to kind of remember how we do that. So Trent, now you, you're, you're not just providing vision for a local church, you're providing vision for an association. And if you don't come from a Southern Baptist background, you may not know what an association is, but it's a, a collection of churches that, that partner together um, for the sake of, of missions and, and of, of working together for church health and support, and all, those, all those things. It's just really a collaboration of churches is probably a way to, to put that. And so um, you're in that role, I'm in that role, and it looks a little different for us this year, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. But I'm glad you brought that up, Alan, because I think maybe one of the things, no matter what denomination that you're in as you're listening to this today, I would encourage you to plan now to either become a part of a network of churches or strengthen a relationship in a network of churches in an association or whatever network you are part of. I just think this is a really important deal. And I'm not just saying that because Alan and I are directors for two different associations, but I really think that this is an, it's an important thing for us to be involved in. I know that when I was a pastor, I needed that. And so I, I guess that's one of the things, you know, as you're planning that you can plan together with some other guys, other people in ministry and get some ideas. That may be a good place to start off. Yeah, you certainly want to shoot your ideas by other people and talk with them about 
kind of where you're going and, and, and what you have going on. You know, Trent, uh, last year at this time, as I was would do many years, um, I would always be seeking God for a word um, for the coming year. And uh, I'm just that simple. One word was always helpful. On occasion, God might give me two words, but most of the years I could summarize where I felt God was leading me um, in one word. And the word behind the scenes in my heart that for this year was was change. And I just sensed that a time of change and transition was coming. And and I knew that I would be facing some change. And, and that's what we've been. It's been a lot of change, a lot of changes going on this year. And so um, what what were your thoughts last year going into this year? Well, you know, Alan, I always tried to um, have a pray through and prepare for a theme for the coming year. Uh, I know one of our years we did in Comanche, we did rooted and built up. And so everything that we tried to do, tried to aim at the, those thoughts that, you know, we needed to root our, our folks, they needed to be discipled and have deep roots. And that from then that they were built up. And, and so that's kind of the where, you know, the type of thing that I did, you were talking about your one word and I know that you aimed, you know, it wasn't just you picked out a word and you never talked about it again, but you aimed your, your year around that word in the ministries that you did at your church, right? Yeah, that was definitely a part. It was always a part of my big vision series in January. I almost always preached a vision series um, for the church, kind of give them the state of the church idea and work through that. And I found that to be, uh, for me, a really rewarding sermon series. I always, always enjoyed preaching through that um, in January. Now, it's a little different this year um, because my word is more personal and more directed. Um, it's not one that I'd necessarily go out and share with the whole world. I'm going to tell the whole world, um, but my word for, for uh, 2022 is design, you know, because we're in a time of redesigning what our association is and what it looks like. And so uh, most of what I'm doing next year is taking what I've learned in the first six months on my job and really starting to, to build something new around that. And so next year is, is a big year for just designing de designing what, what the association is gonna look like going forward. But that's something that I've done just every year, you know, throughout my ministry for the most part is, is really kind of work through this process in my mind. Mm -hmm. Well, and I have, Alan, you have to pray for me. I haven't gotten there to that point that you have yet. I haven't figured out what 2022, what my theme is going to be. Um, but, you know, as, as you're thinking about this and you're looking and aiming at your 2022, um, it's it's kind of like when you go bowling, you know, Alan, you, you know, when <laughs> I'm such a great bowler, that's a, that's a joke. Um, and, and so I, I do better when I have those bumper things in the, in the gutters. <laughs> and so when you're talking about a word or a theme, it's like putting, putting those something in the gutter so that you don't hit a gutter ball. It gives you some direction, right? Some fences and helps you uh, make a strike there. That, that's my, my picture, mental picture of this. Well, that's your picture. You're sticking with it. That's <laughs> I think mean, the good part is it does give us a vision, right? It does help you keep keep everything in the lane. That's what vision does. Vision is not the always the 
vision is not always an end destination. Sometimes vision statements will change and, and some of those elements will change, but they, to make sure that we are fulfilling what we're supposed to fulfill and that we're moving things forward. And I think that that's an important part of why this discussion is important right now, because, you know, I, I think churches over the first 12 months of the COVID thing, we're really working to figure out how do we move forward in spite of COVID. And I feel like there's a sense among at least some churches now, of, well, how do we just hang on through the rest of COVID? And with that, all of a sudden we've slowed down the momentum that we were trying to build because we're tired and everyone's tired, you know? And so I think that that's important for us to think about going forward. Yeah, you're right, Alan. I've read another article. Um, Kerry Newhoff has a great um, podcast, and he was writing about this, that, you know, the number of pastors that are leaving ministry and and the, the research that is finding out the percentages is like 39% of pastors, existing pastors, are, are just exhausted, worn out, and, and trying to figure out who they are now and who their churches are. And so people are just fed up. And, and so... As you think about this, you know, it's not like you go and copy Alan's word or you copy something that I've done, but instead you've got to spend some time praying and seeking God's face and God's direction because you you know that every church is different. I mean, they may they may be in the same community, but they they handle ministry differently. And so you find out what God wants you to do, what God has for you to, you know, what word or what theme for the coming year so that you can aim better at following him and give it, allowing him to give you direction in your sermon preparation, in your ministry planning, um, and you're working with your leadership team at your church. And I think that vision side is important to share. You know, we want to move forward. And how forward? What what is the forward, the forward thought? You know, if you think about think about the commander on the battlefield, you know, leading leading the charge and holding up his sword and yelling charge, you know. Um, you know, sometimes it's charge, but maybe that's <laughs> to go maybe it's not so much about charge maybe it's about grace or maybe it's about mercy or maybe it's about patience or maybe it's about opportunity you know what what is it where where is your church and, and what is that next step and that's what i often like to think about it is the next step because the next step is forward momentum you know i i've never claimed to be the world's greatest golfer or anything like that but you know um if I'm out there and I have the right attitude, I recognize, hey, if the ball went forward, that was half the battle right there because they don't always. And so I just want to make sure yeah. that I'm moving it forward. And that's really, to me, when I think about putting things into a word or a phrase or a statement, however that is to you, what it is is to make sure that you don't forget to take that next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's our goal, right? To move every believer in our church at least one step closer to God in, in following their calling that he has. And every person who is a believer and follower of Jesus Christ has a calling on their life. 
And so we want to help them to move one step forward. Um, and so, you know, we pray through this. We might get together with your deacons or your leadership team and, and say, let's take some time and let's pray and see what God has for us in this. What is the vision that he's giving to us? And then when you kind of come to that and you get that, um, that word from God and that leadership, then Alan, what do we, what do we do with that? What's the, you know, we've got that word, we've got that phrase, that theme. What do we do now? Well, I think it's, it's you know, we used to call this term uh, fleshing it out. <laughs> you know, but what does it mean to, to flesh it out? You know, for me this year, it looks a lot different, you know, because I'm designing systems, I'm designing um, structure, I'm designing even the vision statement and all those kinds of things. And I've got a wonderful group of guys and pastors uh, in our association to work with. Um, but, you know, those tasks are kind of being outlined for me. But when I was pastoring, you know, last year, what did it mean to change in our church? If our church needed to make some change or transition and that possible transition didn't include me, uh, what did that look like? You know, I knew that our church needed to, be, you know, begin making some some changes. And so I was trying to write myself um, more time off um, as far as away from the pulpit so someone else um, could be the voice in the pulpit. I was trying to um, change the way that I led my team. You know, I wasn't going to lead up business meetings anymore. I turned over some of those things. And so I was trying to make some transitional things take place over the course, over the course of the year. And I think that's kind of what we do. We start flat where, where, where does this apply? Where, where does this um, look to, you know, I mean, one year, my whole, my whole word was encouragement. You know, how can I encourage the people um, through this year? Um, one year was a challenge. How can I challenge my people this year? And I remember issuing them a challenge to, to be at church more often than the average uh, faithful church attender. That was one of the challenges that I issued to them early in the year. And, um, to, you know, how do you keep track of that? Help them know that they are making progress in that area. Yeah, that's, that's really good, Alan. Um, you know, to, think through fleshing it out and you know that it's once you have that theme then you begin to okay how do my plans go along with that god you know i, I know you've given me this this theme this verse or this word and then so show me now how to make that fit into all the parts and you know uh, as you were talking about that i, I was thinking man this i've already i'm already been working with several pastors and groups, and we've got several big plans for, for 2022 already, you know, that we're putting together. But my role has changed now, just as you were talking about as you were planning through last this past year at your church in Colorado. And so uh, my role has changed to where I am facilitating, I'm um, suggesting ideas, I'm finding resources for people who have ideas. And, uh, but I, you know, as I thought about that, that's something that as a, a leader in your church, that's a good thing for you to practice doing so that you encourage, you know, team other leaders in your church say, okay, what is your, what is it that you're in charge of? How can I help you plan with this theme in mind, with this vision? How can I help you put together your plan that fits in this so that we're all cohesive? We're all aiming at the same thing. 
Yeah, that's a great thought, Trent. You know, I, I heard someone say that the the most influential people in the future will not be those who come up with the big ideas, but those who know how to curate the right ideas and get the right ideas to the right people. That that's really where the power of the future comes from. And I think that's a that's a true statement. And certainly we're in those roles, but even as as pastors and leaders in, in churches, recognize that that in 2022, there are more people at home producing more resources. There are more technological resources, hands-on resources. There's more resources than have ever been available to the church before in making sure that you get the right ones to the right people and can use the right stuff is, is, is going to continue to be an important move um, in 2022. Yeah, you used a word, Alan. I think this is a good word, the idea of curating a, an idea. Because that's not just coming up with an idea, but it's it's almost like packaging and promoting and um, and protecting, you know, that idea. And when you're saying that, there's a lot of people. You're absolutely right that are coming up with resources. But as as leaders, as pastors, one of the things that that you have to be prepared for is is okay there's all these resources out there there's your sunday school teachers in your church are going to be kind of hey what about i want to do this study because i saw it online well it, what do you know anything about this resource because there's so many different ones coming at you from all these different directions you you have to be prepared to be a protector of the flock um in some ways and so um, you just got to be ready for that because there is a lot of stuff out there. Alan is absolutely right. And just need to teach your folks how to go and look and say, is this biblical? Is this right? Yeah, it's, it's just a truckload of stuff. And so getting the right stuff there is big. But that, I think that's just the new challenge. I think 2022 is going to see more and more churches trying to get to the right, right tools, the right resources. I think that that's just a bigger trend and I think the power is to those who can help people do that the appreciation is to those who can help churches um, do that and I think that's one of the big things coming in 2022 you know Trent as you to kind of put your mind around 2022 and and the good and the bad that it can bring what are what are some of the things on your mind? Well, you know, I mentioned that we're already working. I've been having lots of meetings, which I can't believe I'm I'm doing this with lots of meetings. That used to be a cuss word to me, meetings, you know. But here I am planning meetings and putting together meetings. Uh, but it is, you know, getting people together um, to work and to plan and to minister together. That's, you know, that relationship idea is still really big. I, I'm getting to know people still, but I'm also not just me getting to know them, but I'm trying to get people to work together. Um, you know, as and so maybe that needs to be my theme for 2022 is is together or I don't know. I'm still working through that, uh, but I, you know, that's a big deal to me is is that encouraging churches to work together, encouraging leaders to work together, and uh, so that's kind of. That's kind of my ideas for the, the coming year. You know, Trent, I think it's important to bring that out. That you know, there were time there have been times in my life where I could have given you that word in October, mm -hmm. and 
times where I couldn't give you that word until, you know, December 31st, maybe January 1st. Um, yeah. That's been the, the rarity, but um, it's not without, it's not without, you know, not that it's not ever happened because it has happened on occasion that sometimes mm -hmm. you're working up to the end and God's still, still showing and still doing and moving and, and you're still working your you're working your way through that. So I think that's okay. And I think you need to give yourself permission on years where where there's just been so much going on. And you know, Pastor, you are tired. You've been through a lot. You've probably done more funerals in the last two years than you normally have done. Um, the emotional toll of of the mask versus no mask and vaccines versus no no vaccines and then the election stuff, and then next year we have mid midterm elections. Oh joy! And all, yeah. those, all those things that are going on. Give yourself permission to know that it takes longer. It takes longer sometimes to maneuver through all the details of what's going on to to see what needs to be seen. Um, but it it will come into focus, and it and it will become more clear. Yeah, and I. Maybe this is because the together thing is on my mind, but, you know, because our leaders are tired and they're, they're stressed about this, I think it makes it that much more important for you as a leader to share with your team leaders, your, your leadership team on, in your church, what that theme, what that word is early before you, before you share it with the church. Because that way, then they become an active part of the team and they can help share that vision. And so it's not just the pastor who's doing all that, but you've got other people, Sunday school teachers, deacons, whomever you have as leaders in your church that are helping to, uh, to share that vision and encourage people toward that during, especially the first part of the year. I got it got to where people would start asking me, you know, in November, hey, what's the word? What's what's the word we're gonna hear? You know, yeah. they, <laughs> the anticipation was real and that's good. I I think it's great when people have an anticipation and an expectation. Um sometimes those things change and, and it, for whatever reason, but I think it's good when people look forward with you um for something because you know they're praying for you about that and to me that was always a great encouragement and and a, and a good reminder for me you know Trent, i think one of the things um we're going to see next year i think what you said earlier about people being connected i think the people who are connected are not nearly as tired as the people who are disconnected i think uh, pastors and church leaders who have chosen um, to, to, to partner with others, I think there's a, an invigoration. I actually think that that tiredness has become opportunity and that we're seeing that it's some very fruitful times in ministry. We've got so many churches baptizing new believers right now. It's exciting. It's exciting to see that God is, is reaching down in the midst of all this chaos and that people are following him and it's exciting to see that. And so I think it's a year in spite of the challenges that I know are going to be there. I think there are going to be some economic challenges. I think, you know, as, as we're saying this, there's talk about another variant of COVID and, you know, um, travel situations and all those kinds of things. And even in the midst of all that, I think that there's some, some, 
just amazing opportunities in front of us if we will take advantage of them. I agree, Alan. And it is invigorating. I'm glad you used that word. When you work together with someone else and and I was always getting ideas from other pastors when we got together and it helped me, um, you know, and gave me when I, you know, even when, when a pastor had to share hard things, it always helped me because I was like, oh, well, at least I'm not the only one. Right. Because that's that's the lie that Satan wants to plant in your mind is you're the only one that's this screwed up. So that's why I hang out with Alan because he and I are both screwed up. And so it's all, it's very encouraging. <laughs> yes. And, and my wife reminds me how screwed up I am sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Let's me know. You know, Chad, I was so, so bummed because we had our, our daughters and sons-in-law here for, for Thanksgiving and we played some board games and I'm used to winning and I lost just about everything I played. So everyone kind of let me know of the week <laughs> i hate to say this but maybe it's all downhill from here because of our age i don't know man it's kind yeah. of sad and <laughs> let's play some 80s or 90s trivia and they they don't ever want to play that with me i don't know yeah i i'm with you i'm with you well as we think about this uh you know we want to encourage you it is the, an important time of the year for you to to be spending time in prayer. Um, you need that time. God is our refresher, um, and He will refresh you as you spend time with Him. And but uh, you know, spending time with Him and asking, seeking, where is it that you want my church to go? Because God has a plan, and you want to hit His plan's always way better than yours. Um, I know that was the case for me. Uh, when God showed us, you know, we we had building plans a couple of times over the years, and we were thought, okay, we're definitely doing this, and God totally scrapped those, and it turned out way better. That and so I just want to encourage you to seek God's face for what He wants for your church. Absolutely, that's a that's a that's a great thought. And you know, if you're not a high vision person, you know, and not not every pastor is 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 comfortable with that long-term vision visionary process do you start with that next step what what is it that your church really needs to go and just start praying god would you show me what that next step is and just think of it in that small little way and let and let that unfold and, and let that come to you and there's no law that says that there can only be one word for the entire year maybe four months later or five months later there's a new word for you um but but just think about that next step, and hopefully that'll help get you started down the right path as you seek to vision uh, for 2022. We are yeah. so grateful, Trent, aren't we, that people would take time to listen to, to, to you and me? Right. <laughs> it blows my mind. <laughs> we just want you to know we are, we are grateful um, for you and you, your willingness to take time to listen. Please, if it's been any help, or even if it's not been any help to you, share it with someone who, who it will help. And we would love to have you do that. And you can also reach out to us. If we can walk alongside you, we can help you out. We can consult with you or just give you a word of encouragement. Chat, how can they reach out to us? Yeah, this is important because Alan and I, we love to help people brainstorm and help uh, maybe get you to think 
of things in a slightly different way. And so that you can contact us uh, by email is a real quick way. You can contact Alan, A-L-A-N, at EnduringChurches.Consulting. And then you can also contact Trent, T-R-E-N-T, at EnduringChurches.Consulting. You can go to EnduringChurches.com. You can find out more info there. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. And so, again, that's all we do is so that we can help you to endure. And uh, we appreciate that you've taken time today to listen to us. And uh, we hope that you will tune in next week. And, uh, and you'll also uh, rate, review, and share this and, and let people know how they can um, listen to the Enduring Churches podcast. God bless you, and we hope you endure.